0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Super Sleuths Book One, The Pirate's Plunder by E.M. Clark. Read by Lexi. Chapter Four, Clarence Speaks. Miss Zellie Sinclair, the ancient dragon intoned in a deep, world-weary voice, which seemed carved out of the very rock which sheltered him. Delighted to meet you. How
0: did you know who I am? Zelly asked, startled. Ah, that is one of the great mysteries, child, which dragons alone are initiated into. "'Clarence replied, shaking his wrinkled
1: head slowly, "'as if he carried the knowledge of the whole universe with him.
0: "'You are of the House of Sinclair, the female line, "'and as such you have an extraordinary ability "'to communicate with animals. "'You have a special parrot, I imagine?' "'Yes, I do. She's called Anna. "'But how did you know that?' All the female line from the house of Sinclair have a magical parrot of Flambeau, with whom they can communicate. It has always been thus, and thus it will remain. Well, I know Anna is a parrot of Flambeau, Sally replied, but where is Flambeau? Flambeau is in the far north, where, cut off from cities like Sandopolis, magic "'Still rules. "'These parrots can only talk to their own mistress. "'No one else. "'Unless given strict instructions to break that code. "'Do you understand?' "'Yes, sir, uh, dragon, uh, Clarence,'
1: <laughs> said "Zelly. "'Well, I know Anna and her powers are top secret "'and we mustn't tell anyone about them. "'But there's something I've always wondered.' Is having a magical parrot of flambeau connected to my green eyes?
0: Very perceptive, child, yes. Uh, I see no harm in shedding a little light for you. Green eyes are rare among humans nowadays, and women who have them have access to more power than they realise. But I'm sure your mother will explain more fully when the time is right. Clarence replied, stifling a yawn which sent out many streaks of orange flame from his huge leathery nostrils. Is there anything else I can help you with, Miss Zellie of the House of Sinclair?
1: Well, I don't mean to sound too nosy, but why are you here? asked Zellie.
0: To guard the royal family from those who wish them harm. But everyone loves them. "'Unfortunately, this is not the case,' Clarence sighed heavily. "'There are those who hide in the shadows. "'The house of Richmondo is never truly safe, "'so I must remain here on watch as their guardian.' "'Is it the Countess Rosina and Prince Igor who are a danger?' "'Zelly asked. "'Clarence paused.' You are again correct, Miss Sinclair. I begin to think you see more than I would expect from a mere child. I will therefore reveal to you a part of your task. You must help to protect the princess. Of course,
1: responded Sally eagerly. We'll do anything we can to help. We're friends already. And she has green eyes like me. Yes agreed Clarence slowly, the light flaring in his amber eyes.
0: Yes, indeed she does. And, Miss Sinclair, the princess also possesses powers like yours. Sally's
1: eyes widened, but before she could speak, Clarence continued in a serious tone.
0: But her parents do not know. You must not reveal this. I myself have made Richender aware of some of her power, but the king and queen must remain ignorant for everyone's safety. Do you understand? The dragon asked the last question so fiercely that Zelly shrank
1: back slightly, away from the tongue of flame which leapt from Clarence's lips. Yes,
0: yes, of course, she replied. I promise. Good. ''I feel you are one to be trusted,''
1: replied the dragon, calm once more. Zellie smiled. ''Oh, I'm so pleased to have met you,'' she said, and she gave a little bob of a
0: curtsy. ''It is always a privilege to meet one of the owners of the parrots of Flambeau,''
1: replied the dragon gravely. And, with a brief bow, he turned slowly and lumbered back into the shelter of his cave. During this encounter, Zav and Milo had been watching Zelly's fearless behaviour, full of admiration. She had never seen a dragon before, but she had felt a strange kinship with Clarence. It just hadn't occurred to her to be scared. Zav looked at her with pride. His sister wasn't afraid of anything. "'What were you doing?' asked the other children when Zelly finally came back to the group. "'Just asking my friend Clarence a few questions.' "'Zelly replied casually. "'Your friend Clarence?' Zav exclaimed. "'How can you talk to him?' asked Milo. "'I just can,' said Zelly. "'It's funny. I don't even realise it, "'but words just come to me out of nowhere.' "'You have magical powers,' the princess observed. "'Me too. I have the power to make animals speak to me. "'Clarence taught me a magic rhyme.' "'Me too,' replied Zelly.' "'The two girls looked at each other with respect. "'I'll definitely ask my parents if I can see you again,' "'said Richenda, smiling broadly. "'Listen!' hissed Milo, holding up his hand in alarm, "'his urgent whisper cutting through the companionable atmosphere. "'The children fell silent. "'And then they heard the unmistakable sound "'of heavy, clumsy movements breaking through the lush ferns "'which carpeted the way to Clarence's cave. "'Richenda went pale.' ''This is my secret part of the garden. No one is permitted to come here.'' Zav ran back a few metres and took up a defensive position, using one of the creeper-wrapped trees as a shield. He peered out from its shelter carefully, then came sprinting back. ''It's those horrid-looking boys we saw at the feast, the Count and Countess's sons, Gergo and Tegel!'' Richenda gasped, running to the open mouth of the cave, gesturing for the others to follow her. Clarence! The sleuths heard her whisper, her voice laced with fright. As Zelly Zav and Milo sped into the cave's entrance, they saw the ancient creature listening intently to Richenda, his head bowed and his eyes narrowed. He glanced up at the children and ushered them to stand behind his worn wings. As they crouched there, water dripping from the jagged ceiling of red stone. They heard an increasingly loud crashing, accompanied by dissatisfied, argumentative voices.
0: You were the one who said, let's follow them. I was not. You saw them leave. You made me come here and now I've fallen over these stupid plants and I hate it. Stupid nature
1: the nasal voice agreed.
0: I can't even see them anyway. Oh, they could be anywhere,
1: rejoined the moaning voice, his dull tone seeming to flatten everything in its path as effectively as his heavy-footed tramping. Clarence sighed heavily. His entire leathery body seemed to be rolling its eyes at the stupidity coming in waves towards him. Stay back, he commanded in a hushed tone. And watch this. Clarence's yellowed claws scooped up a few dark green leaves from a basket leaning against the wall of the cave and popped them delicately in his jaws. Strange time for a healthy snack, thought Zav. And then... Clarence was breathing smoke through his nose and mouth, through the leaves, igniting something in the foliage he was chewing, creating an extraordinary thickness to the texture of the smoke which escaped in wreaths from his mouth and nostrils. A fragrant herbal scent filled the air and as the children gazed past the dragon's aged form, they realised that they could no longer see the greenery or the swampy puddles, or the pathway leading through the canopy. Magic, breathed Milo, awestruck. Where are we? Uh? The high, wheedling voice was back. I can't see anything. Oh, Gurgo, where are you?
0: I don't know, do I? Uh, the flat voice responded. I can't see anything. This is your fault, Tegel. Well, let's go and spy on the princess, you said. Huh. Ah, shut up,
1: snarled his brother.
0: This is a complete
1: waste of time, and I've ruined my new trousers.
0: Oh, who cares about your new trousers, mocked Gurgo. I'm leaving. Find your own way back.
1: And with that, there was a tremendous crashing, rather like a clumsy elephant buffeting its way through the thick foliage. Wait, Gurgo shrieked Tegel, and slowly the quarrelsome voices faded away. Clarence turned and smiled smugly at the four children, mouths open at the closeness of their escape.
0: I may have lost my ability to fly and various other bodily functions, the dragon said, but there are a few tricks I can play even now. On you go, children. It is safe. Take care. "'Oh, thank you,
1: Clarence, thank you,' the children said gratefully, "'as the smoke started to clear "'and they made their way through the eerie green glow of the canopy again. "'Princess,' muttered Zellie urgently as they walked, "'now you must believe Clarence when he says "'that the House of Contuti and Prince Igor wish you harm.' "'Richenda nodded. "'It was certainly not news to her, "'and the attempted spying by Gurgo and Tegel had been further proof.' ''There's something else,'' the princess said, tears filling her eyes. ''Prince Igor is
0: coming on a royal visit here soon.''
1: ''Oh, don't worry. We'll find out all we can about Prince Igor and the Count and Countess,'' promised Sav, who had joined the girls and overheard their conversation. ''We're super sleuths, after all. We love nothing better than to solve mysteries.'' ''We're off to the port tomorrow, so we'll try and pick up some clues there.'' ''Oh, that would be wonderful.'' replied Richenda, smiling weakly at him. You and Milo did a fantastic job warning us about those idiotic spies, she sniffed. I wish I could join in, but I'm never allowed to leave the palace. Well, we could make you an honorary member, offered Milo. Great idea, chimed in Zelly. You're in. All you need is the secret password, which is elementary, and the reply is, my dear Watson, chorused Milo and Zav. Elementary, my dear Watson, repeated Richenda, her eyes sparkling, this time with happiness rather than tears. And with that, they all shook hands to seal the matter. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for more adventures in Chapter 5, More Pirates at the Port. Want to read along? Super Sleuths Book One, The Pirate's Plunder, is available now on Kindle. Enjoyed today's chapter? Why not rate our podcast? See you next time!